Welcome to the Mindset Bay Podcast. If you want more confidence and motivation, then you're in the right place. Every week, get your dose of self-development advice and strategies. I'm your host, Perry Richardson, life coach, NLP practitioner, motivational speaker, and mental health advocate. My mission is to help you find more happiness and take more action in your life. Now let's begin. Hello, 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 babe. Welcome back to the Mindset Babe podcast. I am your host, Perry Richardson. I am so excited to be with you right now. Babe, you are in for a very special treat because I am sharing day two of my Love Yourself workshop. If you attended the workshop, do not skip this episode, honey. Honestly, anytime I get coached or do any type of training, I listen to it like four to five times. Neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to change itself. It allows for new habits. It allows for new ways to have neuropathways in your brain. And when you listen to something over and over and over again, you reprogram your brain, you rewire your brain. This allows your brain to create a new neuropathway for you. Day two is by far my favorite day. I talk about all things self-love, how to give yourself love, how to love yourself, and self-care habits and tips, helping you find a self-care routine that really supports your mental and physical body. I talk about my favorite concept. It's called Reparenting Yourself. I got this concept from a book called Homecoming by Thema Bryant. So good. I love it so much. I highly recommend reading it. But one of my favorite chapters in that book was about reparenting yourself. And I talk about this in um, day two of the Love Yourself Workshop. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, share it on your Instagram story, message me on the IG. <laughs> my Instagram is the mindset babe. I would love to talk to you and love to hear what you loved about this episode. Okay, babe, are you ready to get into day two of the Love Yourself Workshop, talking all about self-love and self-care? I hope you enjoy it. Hello, 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 babe. Welcome to day two of the Love Yourself Workshop. Can I just tell you, I've been thinking about you all day. I'm so excited to be with you. Today, we're talking about self-love and self-care, what that truly means, and then how to show yourself love, how to show your self-care. Super excited for today's concepts and ideas and tools and the journal prompts I'm going to offer you to do. This by far has been one of the greatest things that has allowed me to really care for myself. Like I've never cared for myself before. All right, self-love and self-care. I think a lot of people think of self-care of, think think self-care is um, bubble baths and having a glass of wine and getting your nails done and your eyelashes done and buying things which is amazing. You should treat yourself. But I think self-care is so much more than that. And I think the more self-love you have for yourself, the more you take care of yourself. And when I think of self-care and self-love, I think about you talking kindly to yourself. What are you saying about yourself? What, What sentences do you have about yourself? When you think about who you are, what do you say? 
are you saying that you're a loser, that you're a failure, that you're not going to amount to anything? Or are you telling yourself, I got this. I'm confident. I look good. I feel good. Let's fucking go. You're amazing. You can get your nails done and you can have a bottle of wine. But if you are still talking to yourself like shit, that's not self-care. That is not self-love. You need to talk kindly to yourself. Have compassion for yourself. When you fail, you're able to pick yourself up. I am so glad that this workshop is, you know, blew my expectations to everyone who registered over a hundred people. But if no one registered for this, if it was just me talking to no one, self-love, self-care would be holding me and being like, it's okay, Perry. You tried something, it didn't work. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that this isn't for you or that you're worthless. It's having compassion and support for yourself, even when you fail, because you will fail. You will fuck up. You will make mistakes. But how are you going to pick yourself up? And then it's also showing up to your goals and your dreams and your passions. We talked about yesterday that your goals are your universal assignment. The things that are burning inside of your soul, the things that you think about before you go to bed and when you wake up, those dreams were planted in your heart for a reason and I definitely think you showing up to them is one of the biggest acts of self-care that you can give yourself like if you have a goal of wanting to start your own business but instead you're on the couch watching Netflix you're thinking about doing it but you're not actually doing it you're not making offers you're indulging in educational videos on YouTube but if you're not actually showing it up you're not truly having self-love for yourself. Same thing with maybe your health. Like if you want to, you know, work out and you're like, I'm going to start food prepping and I'm going to go to the gym. And if you have this goal inside of you, like, I really want to have a sexy fit body. Like I want to look good. I want to feel good. But you're going to Burger King every single day. You haven't been to the gym since January. That's not showing yourself love. That's not showing yourself care. And I definitely think it's so much more self-love and self-care is so much more than treating yourself and spending money. It's about telling yourself that you're beautiful and you're capable. It's about showing up to the goals and dreams. And then even when you fail, even when you make mistakes, it's about telling yourself, it's okay, girl, I got you. It's okay. We learn from our mistakes instead of telling yourself that you are a failure. I recently heard this quote and it was just like, failing is something that you do. You aren't a failure. It's just something that you do. You don't become something unless you tell yourself that you are. And that's why day one, we really talked about the I am statements because yes, I might've fucked up and yes, I might've failed, but I'm still valuable. I'm still a masterpiece and I'm still well able. So love yourself first and everything else falls in line. Lucille Ball. So I want to talk about self-love. So you might have been neglected, shamed, or criticized, or maybe all three (laughs) as a child. And maybe there was no love or support in your household at all. Unfortunately, we cannot go back in time. 
You cannot go back in time, but it's never too late to love yourself now. You can love yourself. You don't have to wait for love from your parents, from your grandparents, from your significant other. You can give yourself love right now. And you are worthy of care. You are worthy of love and you need to nourish yourself. I got this concept from the book Homecoming by Thema Bryant. Super good. I listened to it on Audible. Her voice kind of sounds like a robot, but it, it's good. It took me a while to get through it. It's like 10 hours a listen and it took me a minute, but the concepts are really good. And I really took this one home with me. And it's this idea of reparenting yourself. And what reparenting yourself means is recognizing what you didn't get as a child and then giving it to yourself now. So I love this quote. She mentions it in the book and it's actually um, from the scripture, which is love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. Got this little like Grammarly thing. Let me see if I can <laughs> remove this. Sorry guys, let me just, it's bugging me. What the heck? Okay. Sorry, we're going back into it. We're going back into it. Okay, so let's talk about reparenting yourself. So these are a couple of things that I've been doing to reparent myself. And it's truly expressing my emotions without judgment, without fear. I don't know about you, but when I was a child and I was acting a fit when I was throwing a tantrum, my family would tell me, you better be quiet or I'll give you something to cry about. What a terrible fucking thing to tell to a kid. What, that's just a way to have you not show your emotions or think that your emotions aren't valid. So as an adult, don't give yourself something to cry about. If something hurts you, you can cry. You can be angry. You can be upset. You can feel embarrassed. You can feel shame. You can feel guilt. Something significant doesn't need to happen to make your um, emotions valid. You can cry and you can be upset and you can hide and you can, you know, do all these things and it's okay. You don't have to be judged anymore. You don't have to live in fear that um, if you show emotions, if you cry, that you're going to get a spanking, that you're going to get beat, that you're going to get physical abuse. You are allowed to express your emotions without judgment, without fear, and give yourself permission that I want you to say that right now. Like I give myself permission to allow my emotions without judgment or fear. Number two is spending time in knowing yourself. Do you really know yourself? Like, what are some things that you love? Like, what are your interests? What are your hobbies? It's so funny, like I'll go to a lot of network event, net, networking events and we talk about like, what are your hobbies? And people are like, um, I don't know, like watch TV. That should not be one of your hobbies. Get to know yourself. Spend alone time with yourself. What are some things that you like to do? And I think, you know, going back to being a parent, like I was super into cheerleading and dancing. And so my mom knew that about me. So she put me in competitive cheer. She put me in ballet and tap. So allowing yourself to get to know yourself, to spend time with yourself and understand what are your interests. 
and allowing yourself to explore new things. Maybe you want to cheer. I also love to hula hoop. Maybe it's hula hooping. Maybe it's some type of art. Maybe you do poetry or, you know, have a podcast or you do some, you do something that lights your soul on fire. It doesn't have to be what I do. Spend time with yourself, learn what you actually like and take yourself out on dates. Another um, number three is having home cooked meals. Your food affects your mood. And I, this was something that was really, really guilty of was having candy for breakfast, (laughs) having snacks, eating desserts before I have dinner and realizing like, maybe I shouldn't have candy for breakfast. (laughs) Maybe I should actually just cook a meal for myself instead of snacking at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Maybe I should just make a meal for myself. Maybe I shouldn't be going to McDonald's and Burger King and Jack in the Box every single day. Maybe I shouldn't be eating foods from vending machines every single day. Maybe I should actually make a home cooked meal for myself. And I've actually taken this to like a whole nother level. It's actually sitting down at my kitchen table and eating instead of watching TV on the couch and not really enjoying my food and just kind of just eating, watching TV and not really um, enjoying the time that I have with myself and enjoying the wonderful meal that I have because not everyone gets to have food, let let alone three meals a day, five meals a day and actually really enjoying uh, myself and the food that I eat. So I've been not haven't been snacking before dinner anymore. I don't have candy for breakfast anymore. I actually make home cooked meals for myself. I actually sit down at my kitchen table and eat. And I don't allow phones at the kitchen table. I will listen to an audiobook if I put my phone over there on my little island and I will sit and then you know and I will eat and I will you know listen and get educated. But how often are you having home cooked meals for yourself? And number four is medical checkups. I remember um, when I first got diagnosed with the allergy of gluten. So I'm allergic to wheat, soy, which is pretty much fucking everything. (laughs) I hate it so much sometimes, but I remember my skin getting so bad and I was still living with my mom at the time. I was in high school. My mom's like, you need to see a doctor. Like something is wrong. You need to see a doctor. And Without my mom, I don't think I would have gone to the doctor. I think I would have just let it happen. Let me just get worse and worse and worse and worse. So when was the last time that you saw a doctor? When was the last time that you saw your primary care? When was the last time that you got blood work? When was the last time that you actually took care of your physical you know, body? Like you may be having a toothache for a long time. When was the last time you went to the dentist? Like honestly, even for me, like calling myself out, I like shit my tooth super bad and I avoided going to the dentist for months. Like, girl, why, what were you doing? Like go to the dentist, like, come on. Even too recently, um, going to doctors, I was one of my biggest flex in July was getting my health. I went to my primary care, um, getting my health in check. I went to my primary care doctor twice. I ended up getting blood work. I saw a cardiologist. I saw a dermatologist. I went all in with my health and making sure that I am okay physically because sometimes illness doesn't even show symptoms. And so you should always get checked out. You never want to have something and then you go and it's like 
God forbid you have like stage four cancer because you've been avoiding your health and you've been avoiding yourself. So making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, I should have numbered these. I think this is one, two, three, four. I think this is five um, rules. So I put like, when I was a kid, like I had to have the dishes clean, my room clean, my bathroom clean before I went outside to hang out with my friends. Like, do you still have rules for yourself? Like, do you allow yourself to clean up your house before going out? So when you come home, you can relax and not have so much anxiety. I know when I have like a mess, messy place, like I have so much anxiety, I feel even more overwhelmed and more stressed out. It is so nice to come home to a clean house after vacation. <laughs> it feels so good. But like having rules for yourself like that, like cleaning up before hanging out. Another one for me is, you know, I brush my teeth every single morning, but sometimes I don't at night. <laughs> so making that rule for me, like Perry, you need to brush your teeth. You need to floss. You need to wear your retainer because I know that's something my mom would tell me, like, make sure you brush your teeth at night. Make sure you floss. Like, did you put your retainer in? Like wash your face, like making sure that you have these rules for yourself to reparent yourself. And I also put loving yourself on the bad days and the good days. I think a my definition of a wonderful parent is, you know, coming home from school and you get an F on your chemistry test and your parents lean down and they say, it's okay. You will do better next time. Instead of being like, this is unacceptable. What are you doing? Give me your phone. You can't watch TV for a week. Just because you fail doesn't mean you have to treat yourself badly. Just because you fail doesn't mean you have to, um, have consequences. You don't need to treat yourself bad. If anything, that just makes it worse. And I think as a kid, anytime that I was disciplined, it made me not like my mom. It made me have kind of hatred towards her. And I don't want you to have hatred towards yourself because you do something and then you tell yourself how you're a failure. I told you so. Why do you do that? You're stupid. No, we're mm -mm. Mm -mm. after these three days, we're done with that. We're done with that. You need to love yourself on the bad days and the good days. And just be the parent that you never had. All the things that you wish your mom would have done, all the things that you wish that your dad would have did for you, do that shit for yourself now. You are a grown adult. You can offer yourself the same exact things that you didn't have. We can't go back in time. I wish we could. I wish we could have had the childhood of our dreams. But unfortunately... We are all traumatized kids walking around, traumatized adults walking around with our baggage, baggage from childhood. And you don't have to. You get to reparent yourself. So one of the journal prompts today is how do you want to reparent yourself? You're more than welcome. You can steal my ideas. But what do you need mentally? Maybe just loving words and respect. Maybe you never got affirmations as a kid. Maybe you were never told that, you know, I love you or that you're beautiful. Like maybe no one told you that. Tell yourself that now. Maybe spiritually. Maybe I put spiritually on here twice. <laughs> That's so funny. Maybe spiritually. Like maybe you wanted to go to church or maybe you wanted to, you know, just have more spiritual guidance and have more faith instead of fear in your household. Maybe it's physically, maybe 
you weren't taken care physically as a child. Maybe your parents never took you to the doctor or the dentist or got your eyes checked. That's something I need to do. I need to call my eye doctor, <laughs> get my eyes checked. What do you want to do physically? And then materially, what are some things that you didn't have as a child that you wish you had now? Like maybe it was just running water in your house. Maybe, you know, it's good food and healthy foods instead of just candy and snacks and TV dinners. Maybe you wish that your mom would have actually sat down and made you a home cooked meal. And you actually sat at the table and had conversations. How do you want to reparent yourself? I think this is huge. Like this is like one of my favorite concepts and it really kind of opened my eye of how I was not taking care of myself. I was kind of like a wild teenager. I was having candy for breakfast, not brushing my teeth at night, staying up to three in the morning. I was not taking care of myself, avoiding my health, not going to the doctor. I think just, just this, this exercise, you just answering these questions for yourself will change everything for you. I truly believe that. So self-care, you make time for the things that are important to you. Are you important to yourself? Are you making time for you and for yourself? Or have you just been busy and distracted and telling yourself, I don't have time to cook dinner. I don't have time to go to the doctor. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to journal. I don't have time to da, 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 all this stuff. You're just too busy and distracted that you're avoiding yourself. Good parents, they don't do that. They go to work, you know, they make the money and they come home. And they love and they support their kids, even if they had a hard day, even when they don't feel like it, they still pick up their kids from school. They still take them to soccer practice. They still make meals for them. They still schedule their appointments. Are you taking care of yourself? I love this quote by um, Brendan Burchard. Common sense isn't always common practice. Like, are you drinking water? Are you getting eight hours of sleep? Are you eating healthy foods? We all know. These three things we need to do, but are you doing them? Are you doing them? I have this little self-love or self-care checklist. So making sure that you get good sleep, turn off the Netflix, get off your phone. It's two in the morning, go to bed, meditate, really know how you feel on the inside, on the outside, be aware. Meditation is one of my just favorite spiritual practices that I have with myself. Exercise, you don't need to, you know, deadlift and put a 300 pounds over your head, but are you walking? Or on the weekend, are you just watching Netflix and just not leaving your house? Like exercise, move your body. That's something, you know, as a kid, like my mom would be like, you're not gonna be playing zoo tycoon in Sims all day. Like go read a book, <laughs> go outside and play with your friends, read a book. So I think eat healthy. Are you eating healthy foods and nothing wrong with, you know, fast food. Like your girl loves a good burger in and out three by three protein style. Add pickles, mustard, and ketchup mm, with, with a well fry mm, with a milkshake. Let's go. Let's go. At the same time, like, are you eating healthy? You just can't be um, eating fast food and stuff out of vending machine seven days a week. You need to make sure that you're giving yourself, honestly, like home cooked meals. And it doesn't even need, you don't got to make yourself like steak and like, you know, all this crazy stuff. Like it could just be a salad or, you know, 
maybe it is just like a TV dinner, or maybe it's just like heating up some pasta on the stove with some sauce. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. And then drink more water. Drink more water. Please drink more water. I have so many people that tell me that they don't drink water. And it's not a coincidence that they have anxiety, that they're stressed out, that they're always in a bad mood. If you're in a bad mood, nine out of 10 times, you're probably dehydrated. Drink some fucking water, please. Put some drops in it. If you don't like the taste of water, do a little tea bag, but drink some water. Your body needs water to survive. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? You are worthy of care and you need nourishment. You need it. It's like a non-negotiable. Self-care isn't a duty or obligation. It's an honor. It's a beautiful honor to give to yourself, to take care of yourself, to have good sleep, to meditate, to exercise, to read a book, to eat healthy, to drink more water. Those, that's the honor for you to do that for yourself. It truly is. Another exercise that she talked about in the book, Homecoming by Thema Bryant, was to write vows to yourself. And so, you know, when you get married, you write vows to yourself. I promise to love you through sickness, through health, richer to poor. So my second exercise for you today is to write vows to yourself. And I do this every single morning. It's part of my morning routine. I wake up, <laughs> I read my vows to myself, and then I stretch, and then I meditate, and then I do my little affirmations with the I Am app. I do my gratitude, I brush my teeth, like it's part of my morning routine. But it's nice to remind myself. So I want you to write vows to yourself. I'll read you my vows. <sighs> Dear Perry, I promise to love you through sickness and through health. I promise to love you if you are rich or poor. I promise that I will enjoy every moment we have with each other. I promise to love, hold, kiss, hug, and support you every single step of the way. I promise to be your lighthouse in a storm. I promise to show up to your goals even when it feels impossible. I will hold you when you cry. I will laugh loud with you. I will always make your dreams and goals a priority. Isn't that so beautiful to write vows to yourself? So that's, I have two homework assignments for you. One, really think about how you can reparent yourself. And two, write vows to yourself. So I actually wrote my vows on Instagram, like on the story, and I saved it and I put it, it's my background now. I put it as my background. That's what I have for you for day two. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching day two. Honestly, these two concepts will help so much in your confidence with the self-love that you have. I'm so excited that I was able to share this information for you. If you haven't upgraded to the bundle, you still have some time. You get two meditations. One meditation is a breakthrough through meditations. It's all the I am affirmations that we talked about yesterday in a beautiful format, um, beautiful form, format, hyping you up. I really hope you connect with the universe through a nice, beautiful breathing exercises to truly embody those affirmations. And then number two is a meditation. It is a self-guided meditation. It's really to help you just acknowledge your body and accept it and have gratitude and show appreciation with the body that you are currently in. And then you get 
beautiful screensavers for your phone and for your laptop. Let me show you what I got right now. It's one of my favorites. You are a masterpiece. So I have two different, I have like butterflies and I have like another kind of like bubbly font, I would call it with like hearts and clouds and stars. But that's what I have for you today. The bundle is only $11.11. You get to keep all that material. If you go to my website at themindsetbabe.coach, you can upgrade, upgrade to that package. But I love you so much. Have an incredible day. Let's fuck shit up. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's another day to love ourselves. It's another day to honor ourselves. It's another day to parent ourselves. It's another day to remind ourselves that we are valuable, that we are a masterpiece and we are well-abled and we can achieve anything we put our mind to. I love you so much. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Mindset Babe podcast. If you are looking to get more confidence and take action towards your dreams, then I want to invite you to work with me. I offer private one-on-one mentorship. This mentorship will teach you everything about goal setting, time management, and manifestation so you can transform your mindset. Get the tools to become the badass you are meant to be. Register with the link in the show notes.